Welcome to the WTF podcast. I am your host, Shane, joined by Tyrone and Tezio. And this week, we will be reviewing game week four and previewing game week five of the Barclays Premier League. The first game we will be reviewing is Arsenal versus Norwich. Um, Tyrone, Tyrone, as an Arsenal fan, you will go first. Um, what does Sienna? I would say that the the team performance overall was better than seen previously, but I guess that was to be expected given the nature of the opposition. Um, chances were created um, throughout the game, which was good. But I think that Norwich's high pressing style, it, Norwich tries to play the football of, I guess, closer to, I guess, Liverpool, but without the same quality. So it would always lead to them being exposed to playing against superior opposition. And in this case, quote unquote, superior opposition is Arsenal. So I was I was happy with the performance and the chances created. We really should have scored more, but that's down to confidence. And hopefully it is a large part for the season. Hopefully. Aubameyang managed to squeeze on over the line. Um, really should have finished the game, maybe three, maybe four. But hopefully that this builds on some kind of confidence that a performance against Burnley um, comes from it. Tizio. Oh, my. Um, I, I just had to take a look outside to see if any locusts or plagues come in because I, I actually <laughs> agree with Tyrone here. Um, <laughs> this, this, this is one in a million. Um, one thing he didn't mention, um, I, I thought he would have mentioned it, the battling Arsenal battling. This is the first time in a long time I see some fight. Some because although although they they kind of dominated the game, the battling was fighting two for the nail for anything that Norwich threw at them. And like he said, they should have scored more. They created more, but a win is all you can ask for at this point. And it, we we can't we can't cry down anybody here, uh, Norwich. I, I commend them for playing an attacking style of football. Usually, when teams come up, they usually play with a back five or play uh, four, five, one, and just sit. I, I, I'm a person in Norwich. Um, you would have probably heard me say that before, especially uh, Cantwell. So, I, I guess it's a fair result. And we can't ask any more from Arsenal and Norwich try their best. Addy, on to you. You forgot? I want her, Addy, because he's a must be on, on pretty oh, you know, uh, critical of Arsenal. Honestly, honestly, I can't be critical of Arsenal. No, I can't be critical of Arsenal because when I rewatch this game, no, when I watch this game, I actually, no, I rewatch this game, sorry. And Arsenal was quite wasteful. And let me just start by saying this is probably the first time that Arteta had for defense. This is the... Am I right, Tyrone? This is his ideal back four. This is his players back there. That is correct. That is correct. That is correct. Right. Uh, Tomiasso, White, Gabriel, Tierney. Gabriel and Tierney. Right. So, this this is basically Arteta's teams that we saw for the first time. And 
Arsenal got 11 shots in the box, even though it's against probably the weakest team in the league. I was impressed with Arsenal. They created lots of chances. Um, just wasteful. I guess that the confidence will come as the wings come. But 11 shots in the box, 30 shots overall, 25 chances created. Oh, possess Norwich. Yeah, we know that would have happened. But I, I see a good signs for Arsenal. And it was a good wing. It could have been four or five, but I guess the Arsenal fans will take the one there as it will be their first three points of the season. And I guess we will see Arsenal kick on from here, hopefully, for Tyrone. <laughs> <laughs> so, so since, we, yeah. since we already mentioned a London team, we can go over to their immediate rivals, Spurs, a red card and a loss. Spurs. Yeah, Crystal Palace Spurs. Yeah. Tears, you want to start? Uh, sure, no problem. I had, last week I mentioned I had Tottenham going on with a, another win, maybe a 1-0 to 1, any, any of those small margins. I was not expecting them to be this passive, but we've got the South Americans. Um, it's no surprise that this is the scoreline that we saw. And I, w- I wouldn't have think that Tanganga will be the man to be sent off. Um, Emerson Royal, he had a tough start, stabilized a bit. Tough is on the stairways. But if, if, if anybody was going to get a right card, I, I thought it would be him. Um, I, I don't know what to say about Spurs. Like Spurs, at the beginning of the season, we, we always thought that Spurs would be getting some blows immediately. And they managed to squeeze three wins. I know this is their, this is their first shocking result. So I don't I don't want to roast them, quote unquote, have a guat them after one loss, especially having a red card, uh, which made things a lot more difficult. Um, what I was impressed with though was Crystal Palace. Um, your guy Adi, Hudson Eduardo. Yeah. Yeah, you did see a look up yeah. Him, huh? Yeah, and correct. His his movement off the ball was incredible. Um, I don't want to heap too much praise on him as yet. Coming from Celtic, coming from the Scottish League, it's not going to be the same as the Premier League, but this is a good start for him. Uh, Tyron, I hear you making some comments. Um, I, some I, was saying, <laughs> I was saying, no, I, I was just retorting to your um, comment about Tanganga when you said that you, you, wouldn't have really expected him to be the person to be sent off. Tanganga is... Pre- I like Tanganga, but Tanganga is a kind of a no-nonsense kind of player, you know, but Annie Young. So when you got those two things going together, you could get... It equates to Rash at some t- at some point. It's really like I could like lose your head. That's exactly what happened to you. I, I, can, I can absolutely understand that. Um... As a Juventus fan, I've seen Demiral, I've seen fans clamoring for him to start and to break into the team. This is before he was known to Atalanta. Right. But he's the easy same type. So I, I understand what you mean. Good tacklers, sure. young, Correct. aggressive. Yeah. Correct. That tendency to lose the head is what I think. And obviously, it's a lesson learned for him. Um, mm-hmm. Before talking about how... I don't want to even use the word poor Spurs were. 
I even swan said Vieira. Whoa, and I was like, Arsenal chat for Vieira. They <laughs> got Vieira. You know, he said in his interview afterwards, he doesn't know how it, how it feels to how it feels to lose to Tottenham. Um, <laughs> Crystal Palace fans were chanting to stop to Spurs fans. He's one more than you. He's one more than you, Patrick Vieira. He's one more than you, and it turned out to be a thriller victory. And I know Spurs fans really, really had to be had to be feeling it to lose any manner that they did. But the type of football that Crystal Palace played, I was really impressed with as well. Um, it is a far cry from what Roy Hudson um, did well with over the over the course of his tenure at Crystal Palace, and obviously there's going to be some bumps along the way. But um, there's there's a lot to be to be to be happy with as a Crystal Palace fan looking on. Um, the type of football you're at that is being, that is being attempted, and the type of players coming in as well, Lawson Edward came in and did well with the brace. Um, Wilfred Zaha had a time and a half with Emerson Royale. And, of course, in the midfield, um, young Conor Gallagher was very impressive again. Um, his intelligence, oh gosh, a lot of people would have shot trying to get to the byline and different things. And his intelligence to play what would look to most to be a very simple pass that worked for his second was 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 very, very, very cerebral in its... In its um, Execution. So, I think if you keep that midfield together, I think it was Koyate, MacArthur, what was it, and Gallagher, where you have a mixture of solidity and experience, and then you got the guile. Yeah, the, that was the truth. And the and the youth of Gallagher to add to it, plus a front tree that can really execute. If you can start Edward um, and Zaha. And then I guess Alicia would be probably coming on after as when he um, gets about fit. Crystal Palace could do good things once they remain solid like the bat. I was really impressed with them. Spurs on the other hand, I don't know if Nuno constantly thinks that he can be able to counterattack against everybody. That this is not Wolves, this is Spurs. There are some games that Crystal Palace, at Spurs, sorry, when I actually had to take the game to people. And the midfield that he started, I don't know if as a midfielder you start that you playing against a position that you should be seeing inferior to you and you want to take the game to them and you're starting Hoiberg, Skip, and I believe it was Winks um, in the midfield. Yeah, that's the truth. Are you yeah. really sure what you was attempting to do there? That's the truth. And like, <laughs> and then we got dejected looking, Hurricane, real forlorn, and, and I don't know, not even a single shot all game, Hurricane. I I don't know. At this point, especially with more recent results that we probably get into, it, you know what the Spurs, the, the discussion that you and Adi seem to have had before in terms of expecting them to get Alexis season, I think that was a very good expectation. Um, if they don't shape up, that's the truth. Um, just a just yeah. a tie going to what you said before Adi jumps in with his um, thoughts. Having Sun out, you have Harry Kane back. I was surprised to see him playing uh, Diamond with Lucas as a striker. That, that was weird to me. And you got the young Brian Hill, who people speak highly of. I, I thought you would have come out with your 4-3-3. But he went with a Diamond with Ali. If, if Ali doesn't score, yeah. he doesn't have a team. So this is, this is back to normal. 100% first. agree. But I, I, like I said before, I don't. After one loss, I just, I don't want to just hammer them after one loss. But this, this is a pattern that we've seen before. Sorry about Adi. Go ahead. No problem. 
Um, I can I can start I can start my analysis on this game without mentioning the nightmare that Emerson had. Um, I know <laughs> it was his debut, but I got some stats here. All right, Zaha completed <laughs> seventy accounts. Four was against Emerson. Seventy accounts and four was against Emerson. Okay, so me me on Spurs now. Um, I take that Spurs luck run out. <laughs> if if we have been watching Spurs game one against City, they sort the pressure, hit on the counter attack. But since then, Spurs were outplayed against everybody. Spurs rode their luck to this game, and from ball on, like you can see that the instructions was the less I had to upon this man. This man not to the league. Let me go at him. The right the right card could just be used as an excuse, to be honest, because Palace was Palace were all over Spurs. They outpossessed Spurs. 18 shots to Spurs, two. 12 chances created to Spurs, two. They completed almost 200 more passes than Spurs. So Spurs were totally outclassed. This game was a no contest. Palace outclassed Spurs in every aspect of the game. The right card came in the 55th minute, and this game was basically done and dusted. If we look at how the game was going before that right card, the right card didn't change much, in my opinion, even though it was only at 1 0 and the game could go anywhere. But it was all Palace from minute one. Palace had eight shots in the box. Uh, I have to commend Conor Gallagher too. Like he looking like a forty million dollar player next summer. <laughs> he looking like a forty million dollar player, which is a more good business for Chelsea. But this game was Palace brilliant, but Spurs just as bad as Palace being brilliant. So that's my take on this game. Okay, I have a quick hit here before we move on. I just want to play the devil's advocate a bit. Um, was this? Would you say that this is down to Spurs being bad and not understanding what they were doing tactically more than Palace being actually great? Any any um, you can answer. Let me let me let me I I go I go go with Palace being great because like we we saw what Palace wanted to do from ball one. So yeah. like I can't I can't just downplay Palace performance. Because we actually saw what Palace came out to do from ball one, so I would give Palace brilliance over Spurs being poor and clueless, if you get me. Okay. The reason I asked that question is because the Spurs, Spurs played Diamond. You mentioned Zaha taking on Emerson four times. At some point in time, somebody has to go say, let me help this guy over here. This is, this is where we're getting attacked. And usually in a diamond, you you defend with two banks of four and you leave two up top. Or you defend with a four, five, one. As as this is Lucas, whose natural position is right mid, he had to be dropping. Or Ali had to be dropping and covering ranks who would shift across to help Hoiberg and skip with Emerson getting attacked. And that didn't seem to be the case. There's no way that I could see my wing back getting destroyed. Time after time, and we don't do something to help him. So this is I, I feel true. like they were lost at when they changed but, the target. But 
this is my my problem with that is this. The players are on the field to play the game and the coach is also on the side to coach the game. Should he not have if the players are not doing it, should not he not have made the necessary adjustment? You are absolutely correct. Uh, coaching on the fly is something that all the better managers are good at. And I, I, I won't mention Zidane because <laughs> people have been giving him stick, you know, like, oh, he's not a great tactician and whatnot. But Zidane will put up a team. Things ain't going right. He can make a change. Give some instructions. Some make it shift around. And, and we see that in 2017, it was, when we played Juventus in the finals. Allegri was supposed to be this great tactician. Zidane switched to Diamond from the forgery tree and absolutely destroyed him. And nothing changed. So I was saying, if all coaches got the same information, why wasn't Nuno able to switch? Why wasn't Nuno able to say, this Diamond is not working? I, I, I don't know. If, if this is all it's going to be the right card because remember it was it was one nil to the fifty fifth minute, so or fifty eighth minute. Sorry, so so basically he could be holding on, hoping that something changed. I don't know. <laughs> a lot, a lot to take into it, and then uh, obviously when the right card come, you don't know. All these things about taking the consideration. Adjustment could have been made because Zaha wasn't no tormenting. Um, yeah, Zaha, Zaha would have been no tormenting Royale. So uh, he needed to make yeah. adjustment before the, even in the first half. That adjustment had to be made. Yeah. Yeah. I, I sometimes it's not about embarrassing a player, it's about saving him from himself and also helping the team. If he got sub up in the first half because he's not getting it, he got sub in. But that's enough time on Spurs. We can move on, Adi. Yeah, the next game will be City and Leicester. Tyron? Um, I, I, I actually thought that City, because Pep is a is a man that does do outthink himself a lot in, in, in circumstances where he's faced a plucky team that has overcome him um, in a one or two game. And obviously with the circumstance in the, was it the FA Cup, Adi? That Leicester beat me? That's the issue. Right. Um, I think that he would have been coming into that game thinking, you know, what to do and, make, and what not to do. And he's outthinking himself and it causes him to lose games, he, even though they will dominate as normal. And Leicester City really and truly as, as, as Rodgers set up in a way to not concede and he almost got away with it. That's the truth. Uh, if not for an off. So he called that. I didn't really know. I don't know how that get called. They would have gone out there with a golden arm. They would have gotten a, a, a draw and a well-deserved draw too on top of it. Um, but I would say that City is beginning to click into gear and it will and it will get better at the weekend when um, Kevin rejoins the ranks and we will see a better City going forward. But really and truly, that should have been a draw at the weekend. Looking at it holistically, but congrats to them. Cheers, you. Uh, Man City, Man City. Like I continue to say, 
they don't impress me like they did before. Um, change the players, change the tactics. I guess, like Tyrone said, they're not kicking into gear. But I am very, very disappointed with Leicester this season. Like, I, I don't know. It could be the injury to Fofana. I don't, I don't know. It's, Leicester is really, really sluggish. Like, they're always second to the ball. They're always looking... Like, they, they don't take control against games like they should. They don't handle the ball well anymore. I don't move the ball quickly enough. It's on Vardy's being starved. I, I don't know what's going on at Leicester. But they need to fix it and fix it fast. Or they will be nowhere in Europe next season. That sounds like a... You think ties by any chance that... that it, it, it does... It don't Because they haven't lost much personnel in, in terms of this, this squad and the squad death on, person, um, on the field. Yeah. Apart from Fofana, you think it might be a management issue? Because I know, I know maybe Madison was, you know, positioning himself to leave the club. Or what you think it might be a dressing room issue? Like, because what do you think that like, you address some like, some like, um, effort more than anything else? Second to the ball it, and that kind of thing. Like, it sounds like effort. So you think it might be a dressing it, room issue? It could be that. It could be. It could be what we saw from Liverpool last season, and I. Like, I don't want to be the Liverpool basher, but I really thought that that would have carried into the season. Uh, but what I realized, and Carlo mentioned it last week, in the Premier League, Liverpool don't press as much as they used to. They still press, but with the absence of Firmino, who normally starts to press in Liverpool, they don't press from, from the jump. Like, they let the ball come around, come around, and... As they encro- as the opposition encroaches into the middle third, then they will press. When Firmino is on, you don't forget time. And I I, I guess that for me, like I, I thought that the little buster that uh Salah had, um Manin feeling neglected, and those those kind of small things, they could really fill the truly team. And you know, somebody might think that Madison was wrong for wanting to leave. I, I, I don't know. But Leicester just need to fix it. I, 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 after four or five games, I, I, can't just, I can't just decide, like, yeah, this is definitely it. So we'll have to be empty. Adi? Oh, well, here, sorry. Um, hey, you can't I ain't really sorry, sorry. I ain't really too much into Leicester's slow start because Leicester got the two centre backs. You talking about Fofana, but what about Johnny Evans? Uh, Harvey Barnes just come back from almost a year off. I think it's just a it's just a slow start. But on the game, I think that City. This is the best game City play all season. City controlled the game. If it wasn't. Leicester had one good chance, a close chance in the first mm-hmm. half, I think. Yeah. But that City City controlled the game. Um, but Leicester defended really well and just conceded a, an unfortunate goal. But City really controlled the game. A lot of passes, you know, vintage City. Leicester was really hard to break down. 
so I think that even though this was a this was a hard this was hard opposition, um, City really controlled the game. But back to Leicester, like I said, they're missing them two centre backs and Vardy. I I <laughs> Leicester ahead, really got much goal scores. <laughs> Leicester really got much goal scores. You know, Harvey Barnes is a direct. Player, we all know you can't call it Albert. This is this is like Alberton seventh season now on this right hand side. I think they need to refresh me on this right hand side because Perez inconsistent. Alberton know who he is. <laughs> he can cross and cross and cross. But I think that Leicester needs to upgrade that right hand side. But all in all, I think they'll be okay. Same way, Adam Adamola look, man. Yeah, but this Alamola look that was Alamola look on four. Shoot, this was his first game for real. You gotta see how he come now for real. That is that game. Also, yeah, yeah, Alamola. Yeah, look, when is he? actually he came on in he came on in the game. Yeah, yeah, he come on, he come on. Also, also, Adi, but you're telling me that Leicester was hard to break down, and they're normally hard to break yes. down. Yes, the problem is yes. Leicester attacking. So although <laughs> although for fans out. Oh, they're still difficult to break down. Well, fun ever. But the attacking side of the attacking side of their game is still struggling. And like I said, they're moving the ball really slowly. And if you're going to counter attack, it has to be lightning. And that is what Vardy's good at. They get the ball wide, either to the same Albrighton, Harvey Barnes who started, and you ping you ping in Vardy, Madison with a true ball into Vardy. Indeed, he's an engine. Tillman's got some class to him. Like we we don't see that we don't see that at all. They, like I said, they're not handling the ball. Just give it time. That's only four games. I I think right. no problem. No, not a problem. <laughs> I I don't have them as relegation. I don't think. But being out of the European spots is regression for them. Leicester gonna be between four and seven. We'll see. Leicester gonna be fine. I trust Rogers nah, to be honest. Boy, I really Rogers quite highly. Rough, rough, rough. That's four and seven. Ah. <laughs> All right. All right. I got less between four and seven. Fair enough. Fair oh. enough. Okay. All right. My so, name is Newcastle. Hi. Hey. Hello. Hi. Yeah. I, I know you have to be playing and uh, the the sniffles gone. Um. <laughs> I, I just want to give my two cents on Leicester. Um, uh-huh. Leicester lose to the mighty West Ham with the, the world-class Mikel Antonio, and Leicester lose to Man. Yes. Antonio Leicester and Leicester get a right against West Ham too. And yeah, the other two games Leicester win. Leicester got six points. All right, um, in terms of Brendan Rodgers and how Leicester's playing, I still your Mentioned the the lack of attack, the lack of attacking threat. Just remember that Leicester was playing a three-five-two at the back end of last season, where it was both Ian Acho and Jimmy Vardy striking. Uh, Vardy, yes, he gone back to playing the four-two-three-one and relying on Harvey Barnes, who I the Artesia have mentioned just came off an injury. 
uh, which is a track from White Me and Jimmy Vardy. I think if he goes back to playing the 3 5 2, then you will see the attacking numbers shoot out again. That's my two cents on that stuff. The next game is that's it for that game. Anybody got anything to add? Nothing more. Tyron? No, no, no. Uh -uh. Go ahead. All right, United and Newcastle. The Freddy Woodman show. (laughs) Go ahead. Um, Carlos says you got back off the plane. You, yeah, go ahead, Carlos. All right, so um, last week I would have predicted a 4-0. Obviously, I got the result right, but the prediction, um, well, the exact prediction wrong. Um, as expected, um, Manchester tried to put in a lot of crosses. Very unsuccessful. Obviously, um, as I mentioned last week, man, you will have to adapt to Ronaldo because there's no longer the Ronaldo Madrid where he could actually create a goal, you know, out of nothing. Um, he did as I expected, started to drop to the left when things wasn't going right. Luckily for him, some would see as a goalkeeper error, but at the end of the day, that is... That's instinct. He's a world-class player. They got some players that would have not followed that ball to get that tapping. Um, I, I didn't know for any time that that goal score that the flag gets for the opener. Um, that is score that I expected. Um, however, Newcastle was. I don't want to see a baseball, but Newcastle disappointed me because they had like two or three opportunities where if they made the correct decision, the game could have probably gone to Newcastle. Who knows? Um, but Manchester, I, I, I don't know. Third or fourth. Addy yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, but since I don't really have a tactical analysis of this game, like for me, I still on this train train of thought that my United is in a feel good spot. Uh Ronaldo sliding late any chance transfer window coming back home. Uh, for me, it's still a party at my United. Everybody happy. And uh, Ronaldo's there, good things gonna happen. When it comes down to a tactical situation, I think they're going to struggle. For me, uh, formation-wise, I think my United should be playing a 3-5-2. But that's a story for another time. And like Hugh, Newcastle did disappoint me, but they didn't. Dis- they disappointed me in another way with their ten- lack of tenacity, I should say. It wasn't decision-making for me. Like Newcastle had two fouls all game, and you play with a back five. That's absolutely ridiculous. Like, we're not going to kick any of these players in the right shirt off the park. We're going to just let them handle the ball and turn and play through balls and enjoy their party. That's a joke. You completed, you completed what? 365 passes. And most of them were sideways. 
Like, what what are we doing? We are Newcastle, who are supposed to be playing attacking football, and yet we see them with a back five. Almiron and Joe Linton. Joe Linton is in the midfield four, and St. Max is up top. And when I mean, that wasn't working this week, what's going on in Newcastle? Carlo, you was the you was the, the advocate for Newcastle and their attacking football. What's what's going on? Yeah. Um obviously going to Old Trafford, you know, you're gonna say encounter. That's obvious. Um you if you don't have the ball, then you are playing foot with five defenders, three center backs and yeah. two backs. And if you watch Chelsea, especially in the Champions League final, or when they're playing and they don't have the ball, they have a lot of numbers at the back. Yeah. Anyhow, going forward. Right. Hey, Ron. Oh, oh, no, 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 Manchester United first two goals. People will say came from goalkeeper errors. Goalkeeper errors. Newcastle actually scored a goal on the break. Some fantastic defending from the world class. Um, so right. Boya, from the world class. <laughs> yes, it started with he. It started with Boya in the midfield. Some fantastic defending. You know, it's not left the defense exposed. And then my key overlap and St. Matt's lady and I score a 1-1. One, one. Second half, Shaw playing Ronaldo. Ronaldo kicked the ball straight to the keeper. Should the keeper leg. <laughs> Two keeper errors in that game. So I can't fault Newcastle. And again, I can come right. to, to being, I can defend teams with low confidence because of a runner by results. Because I was on a team. That get a bit bad. I was on a team that had a goalkeeper uh-huh. that that considered goal from a corner. Them things that <laughs> just dent your confidence. You understand? Know I didn't come and and speak from only a fan's perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Because you used to play football too. But anytime I on the field, I might goalkeeper give you two goals, regardless of how hard the fighting. That is dent your confidence, especially when you're from a bar run of him. So if I didn't two errors, it was only going one way. It was only going right. one direction right here. Well, well, I have a slight rebuttal for that. Because I played with you already. I played in goal. I gave away two goals. And we still won the game. I wasn't yeah, the goalkeeper that the corner scored on. Right. However, is <laughs> it, uh, the character that you have. No, no, is no. Is the character no, that you no, have. No. Look at the quality in opposition. <laughs> we play the bottom. Uh-huh. The team dead at the bottom when you give away the goal. So obviously we can be confident. Uh-huh. You know, we, we can give away a one call. We can score three. The other keeper that but, concede the corner, we were in uh-huh. the game for the first 20 minutes and competing with the team at the top of the table. Then he gave you a corner. Final score, 6-0. <laughs> so you have no case. Let me proceed. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say. I, I take like Freddie Woodman. Go ahead. I take, take Freddie Woodman. 
it's probably a Ronaldo fan and he was overawed by the occasion. That's the truth. That's the truth. And he wanted something <laughs> to tell his um, kids and his grandkids. Um, as he get older, you know, I was part of the, the Viva Ronaldo um, party as he returned to the Premier League for the first time. It was a key part of that because I, the, as Carol rightly said, people is always like, when I just call to mind um, a player that I never used to like during his career in the prime, but I started to appreciate more latter in any latter stages than going down. It's, it, it, Ronaldo scoring that first goal, that instinctive first goal where you're where you are what people would say you're Johnny on the spot to get in. That's not a chance thing, you know. People just think that. Oh, I was just a tap in until it becomes so consistent that it can't know you can't just view it as a tapping. This person is a tapping merchant or whatever the case may be, because that's how I used to look at people like um Filippo and Zaghi, for example. Those people are in those positions for a reason. They get to those positions for a reason. Ruth Van Nistelrooy was key for that too. Yeah, that's a practice. You, you got exactly that that and you can't teach that instinct. You can't teach that. That is a goal scorer's instinct because a lot of people, as Carol would have said, would not have followed up that shot, would not have positioned themselves to be in the spot to get to the ball if the goalkeeper spills it. That's totally instinctive. So I would let them fight it there, maybe. Because Mason Greenwood tends to shoot with a lot of power and a lot of accuracy, so maybe I would give him, I would give him a break. But the second one, mm, I ain't know you any people that on the whole Ronaldo um you know train and everything but that it was purposeful and he, he aimed it from between the keeper legs and that kind of thing I don't I, I, I give any precedence to that I think that he put the put the shot on target with as much power as possible and it just happened to go go through um Freddie's legs and Freddie it was actually I don't want to be quite too much early because in a few games before I was like this youngster actually looks fairly decent for a young goalkeeper but that one, that, that hurt me, man. That hurt me to see that go through the legs. So, against um, just after scoring a great team goal, a great team goal. And from there, obviously, you know, Manchester going to open up. And Newcastle is going to come forward a little bit to try to, try to get back party. And you've got that type of attacking talent that you're feeling, that you're feeling um, that you're going up against. You should be bad. You should be glad that it wasn't worse than, than before. As the honest truth, it's, I think that Newcastle, as it relates to it being an attacking force, I don't know if Steve Bruce, Steve Bruce, in his interviews, is giving me a kind of a inferiority complex feel to him. So I don't know if he has that kind of fervor that would, like he can say, yeah, guys, we can go here, we can score goals. Like he's, he's giving me a real. Yeah, well, you know, guys, today we didn't go as planned. And, you know, it's just us. We're just Newcastle, you know. Eco has that kind of spirit. I, I don't know if he, he could inspire a team to really be an attacking force. That's the truth. He was a center back his time. I don't know. And that's what he might be good at coaching. I don't know if he can really be able to get guys, like, to utilize guys like St. Maxman and Almiron and Joe Linton and um, Wilson and, and those guys when, when, when they're all available. A lot to really be the attacking force that somebody else might be able to work them into on the counter because obviously they may not necessarily be a 
a footballing team to go out there or possess teams and that kind of thing. So, honestly, if if Ronaldo was hoping for a couple of teams to play against for his debut, Newcastle would have probably been one. And um, it would have been justified as well. That's me on our puppet. All right. Let me say that before the goal on the stroke of halftime, Newcastle was, Newcastle was good defensively. Manchester United crossed the ball a thousand times. Newcastle dealt with them quite comfortably. But is the goalkeeper errors? I didn't say errors, I said errors. Because, like Carlo said, we know how it feels to play, being a team, lower confidence, etc. And actually starting the game good against a big team and the goalkeeper making such errors like Newcastle, we all know who Newcastle are. Newcastle came back five. City, we all know Manchester United has problems breaking down the lower block. And Manchester United didn't look good to begin with. They looked clueless. They were just crossing, crossing. And then the errors came, batting to concede the goal, 40 plus two. Yeah. And then from there, Confidence broken. Come back out, get a goal. Another goalkeeping error. So I I honestly think that this game could have been a level draw or Newcastle making it or whatever because I, those two goals that Freddie Woman, I, I ain't having it, to be honest. Newcastle came out and they, they actually competed. They, looked, they, defend, they defend well, but errors, that's all I got to say. We know who Newcastle are. You there, fellas? Yeah. Yeah. Don't find it. Can you hear me? Yeah, yes. don't find it, Addy. We can hear you. We can hear you. <laughs> Go guess here. Don't find it. Guys? Yeah, what happened, Addy? Can I hear you? Want to hear anything I say? Yes, Adi, yeah, can, can, can you hear, hear us? Yeah, Adi, we moving on. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Nah. Your favorite, your favorite team, I, Chelsea. I, I was saying crickets for a little. <laughs> mm. Yeah, we, we on to Chelsea. My favorite team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Favorite. Who's starting? We'll let, we'll let you go favorite, first. Favorite or favorite? Favorite. <laughs> Hey, yeah, you go ahead and you hear anything. Favorite. Oh, I thought it was a favorite. <laughs> go ahead. Go um, ahead. let me start by commending Villa. <laughs> the scoreline doesn't determine how the game went because Villa was actually really good. But with that being said, my favorite team, Chelsea, started a kind of weekend team. Five changes. Chalaba has an adult. Chalaba has an adult Saul. Yeah. And I don't think. No, four changes, correct. No, five. Thiago Silva, too. So, yeah. But. Y'all can hear me? Yes, we can. Oh, good. Um. This quarter, no suggest how the game it, to be honest. I was actually impressed with Villa. And 
this was my least. I was my least. This was Chelsea's least most um impressive game, even though they won three 0 uh, Villa really put up for you. Put up a fight. Villa had more shots. Same amount of chances created. Um, Chelsea barely outpassed them. So, 18 shots. Yeah, correct. So, I just think that. Let me just commend Villa. I don't think this game let off fireworks, to be quite honest, but Chelsea's Chelsea. Hard to beat, hard to break down. Lukaku and Chelsea looking like the favourites to win the league, to be honest. Because even though they weren't their absolute best, they still, ma- they still managed to win Trino against a fairly decent Aston Villa side. All right, so I can go. <laughs> All right, so I am not buying this thing about Chelsea put all weekend team because Saul is a Spanish international. Zia is a very good player. He's an international as well. Callum Hudson, I thought he got a lot of promise. And we saw the other day, um, Chalaba got a lot of promise as well. Thiago Silva needs no introduction. So that is not a weekend team. May not be their first 11, but that is not a weekend team. Mandy made six saves. Chelsea was at home. Lukaku had two shots in the game and scored two goals. It was just a difference in quality. Chelsea, they had, had their best there. And it is no surprise that Chelsea was awful on the day that Jorginho didn't start. Somebody, <laughs> somebody that, that is not rated by many. Jorginho is But Chelsea ain't happened to, to have the best <clears throat> day, you know, when Jorginho ain't played. Again, many made six saves. Um, Watkins was wasteful as usual. Aston Villa should have really been the game. Um, even though they went down with goal, it was a brilliant goal from, from Lukaku, even though they went down 1-0. Um, I actually thought that they showed some fight. But again, similar to the situation with Newcastle, when you have inferior players or players of a lesser quality on your team, that has killed the momentum. And as Adi said, the, the score, they don't reflect how the game went. Because at 1-0 down, there is no way that Tyrone Men should have been giving away that goal he gave away to put Chelsea. <laughs> there is no way. And I told TSU about this particular player and these type of players. But you just find a way around these men. These players does make too much mistakes to be considered good or decent players. I cannot remember Maldini, Rio Ferdinand, John Terry, or these type of players making them kind of errors. 
But before I get passionate, that is my tea on the Chelsea. But Tyrone, TSG can proceed with your analysis on that. I get ignore that Tyrone means for me. Um, so we on stats. He said many had six saves. Villa had six shots on target. So I guess those are the six saves. They also had six more shots on Chelsea. That might be the same six shots again. But for me, yeah, yeah, they have um, six shots. Actually. This back five isn't cutting it. Also, Bailey has to start. You see, you claim that Bailey came in to replace Tyrone. Uh, sorry, I'll get Tyrone Mings in here. All right, uh, Tazio, Tazio, before you go ahead, right? Before you go ahead, uh huh. Aston Villa don't usually play a back five, he played that in the effort. I know they know, yeah. To Chelsea, I think he played it the week before too, but it's not something that they are custom playing. But yeah. but that's the thing about Chelsea. Chelsea don't Chelsea don't really play about five per se. Chelsea has three central defenders. You got a half, a half defender with Alonso, and then you had Hassan Adoy as a attacking player on the other side. So, and then they play two cams behind a striker. So they really have five midfielders on the field. Right. And you got Dav- you got um Louis Douglas Louis in the middle. McGinn, who's probably gonna pull wide or try to go in the half space. And Ramsey doing the same thing. So it's it's really Douglas Louis in there by himself. He can always struggle. Yeah, so but I, but I, I mean, in my opinion, to, okay, go to, ahead. Counter, to counter the system that Chelsea play, you ha- you have to match Chelsea. If not, you're in trouble. Either way, that's my opinion. Well, but I, 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 I don't want to steal your time. You go ahead. But but there's just really a, there's an easy way to match Chelsea, and going with two strikers is that way. What you do, you hit long balls over the top, diagonal long balls over the top, and come to with speed, and that's what's going to hurt them because the same Alonso and the same Hassan Adoy they push really high up, and Jorginho, as good as he is. And keeping the ball moving and keeping it flowing, he is not a tackler. You didn't start Kante, you start Kovacic. He is he could be rough and tumble when he's ready. Saul ain't up to scratch with the Premier League as yet. So we see you get hook at half time, hitting them long balls over the top, and that's where you're getting hurt, Chelsea. Get your strikers in the half spaces, play, play with white players, and get them going on the bike. Bailey has to start. You but you bought him to replace British, he gonna start, and it's really as simple as that. So that's that's why made by this back five because it. I feel Billy just come off an injury. No, I don't think he was available for the game before the international yeah, break. That, yeah, that's correct. He he just came from being injured. It's easier to bring off a pair than to sub him on and then bring him off. But that's just. Um, my they have Bandia either. Yeah, because he's South American. Yeah. But cool. three, yeah. this three, this three midfield to Chelsea five, you can get gazump all the time. You can you can struggle, and then you got Watkins, who is not he does not have the ability to drop and create anything for himself. Ings the same thing. Just get them on the bike, get some white players in, and get them running. Because Alonso is going to be other position. Hassan Adoy is not tracking back with no winger, so that's where you can hurt Chelsea. So either he overthink this, or he didn't think about it at all. Tyrone. Um, 
think overall Chelsea is a very efficient unit. Chelsea reminds me of of a German team in the uh, come on, come on, Tyron. You know what? you want to say it. not German team. They they remind you of Juventus. You know you want to say Yeah, yeah, you know you want to say It's true, it's true. It's very, very true. It's very, very true. But from I was speaking specifically to efficiency in terms of um, where you were saying no excess in any particular area, getting the job done. We, folk, we come here, we well-drilled, and we focus on tasks. How Chelsea is. Chelsea is like a machine. That is the truth. You, 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 you can probably get, if you get any flair at all from boy, see you can get from maybe a Hudson Adoy, uh, maybe a Pulisic. Even Havertz, even though he's an attacking player, he ain't gonna give much of that. But Chelsea is a unit. Villa, uh, I, Ings was Ings, Ings, I can't remember if Ings was on the field because Aston Villa was very, very Ings, was very, very inefficient in attack. That's the truth. And the game could have really and should have really and truly gone either way to either team. But you know, the old cliche to say, um, in games like that. Champions has come out on top, and, uh, and really and truly, Chelsea showed us how to get the job done. And we ain't come here to to you not know, to f around basically. And Aston Villa basically, they came to f around, um, totally profligate, wasting chances. Um, sure, God, their approach play in the final third. Uh, I don't, I don't. They, that's where they bought the idea, obviously. Um, they couldn't play the part passes, passes that he would have probably played, or with, with a lot more intellect and a lot more precision. Um, to his, he was unavailable, right? Because of the whole yeah, yeah, the South American yeah. right? Um, so that's why they probably bought him, and they're obviously missing relation. Bailey ain't really that kind of cerebral player either, but their approach playing final third is like what I think really, really caused them to be inefficient in front of goal. And you got a bunch of men that can shoot, 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 like Triori and, and Gazi and them kind of guys. Um, again, when you get close to the, when you get close enough to the 18 yard, you're going to really get a lot of intricate, intricate play to, to fashion a chance for, for Danny Yings, who can, who can fashion chances for himself, but you still should, you still need that creative player. So, I think that's what Aston Villa suffered and Chelsea, again, I can't help but use the word efficiency. You got the likes of um, Romano Lukaku up front. And what can I say? Pretty much you go on the boot at this rate because chances are going to come. And if you knew anything about his performances last season in Italy, you will know that he can probably give three out of five um, as long as He's within the um, eighteen yard, eighteen yard expanse of the of the goal. So I really don't see a lot of teams beating Chelsea, if anybody at all. And you can go come really, really good because I don't see flaws apart from the, what the manager might be able to. What, what, not might be what the manager will do, my management wise. Because I see there's a couple of games he tried a little thing where he didn't start Jorginho. Mm, I you know. Kovacic is not the same player. He can give maybe the same 
kind of effect. Um, but I don't know if he's the same kind of player. But only thing I could really, really pull Chelsea apart is, is a poor, poor, poor choice of a person in the position and not necessarily in the system. So Chelsea is efficient. Aston Villa was um, inefficient equally so. Wait, let me just backtrack to the last game when Chelsea played against Liverpool, right? Because Liverpool, before the red card and Chelsea had to drop off, Liverpool had Chelsea look really uncomfortable with the pressing. So I, even though Chelsea looked really good, I feel like I see a weakness in Chelsea in that game because they look really uncomfortable against Liverpool's press. So I won't go as far as saying somebody got kind of really, really, really good to beat Chelsea. Chelsea's a top well, team, but yeah, we see a weakness well, for Chelsea so far. Well, all teams, all teams do have a weakness, and like you said, depressing. Uh, depressing had Chelsea pin, but really, truly, it's just being direct. As long as you're direct with Chelsea, because the centre backs are not that mobile, and Rudiger just have a couple of screws in him. They don't often pay for their mistakes, so. I know Pep has us mystified as fans with some attractive, quick passing. And, and most teams want to play that, what we call sexy football. But sometimes we need to go back to the long ball. And that long ball will hurt Chelsea as long as they use midfielders or full back. I'm sorry, wing back instead of defenders in those wide areas. So we'll see what happens from here. Champions League games are coming up. We might get to see even more. And like Tyrone said, they are a unit. And, and being a unit helps them not to pay for their mistakes. Right. I, can't, I can't totally agree with what Adi said in terms of seeing a weakness in Chelsea because at any day, despite what TSO might think, I think Liverpool is still an elite team. And Liverpool was at home, and yeah, Liverpool is still a really, really, really good team, and they still know how to play football. One, yeah. So, so being able to to make Chelsea uncomfortable, you know, away from home, being an elite team, that doesn't surprise me. However, this same elite team was unable to break down Chelsea with even timing. <laughs> So like I mean you still you still got you still got to praise Chelsea for that. I I honestly would not be harsh on Chelsea because Liverpool was one and this is Liverpool after all. Still gotta get in respect. But so I can't really say that we've seen a weakness in Chelsea per se. But that's my take on that. Yeah, well, well fair enough. Next game is Liverpool at Leeds. Yeah, I got this one terribly wrong. Let, let, ter- oh, yeah, let you start. Ter- let me get second. Let me get let me get this. Let me get this on here. So I had I had Leeds winning. Leeds. <laughs> yeah, I had Leeds winning three one. Uh but to be honest, they also with this four one, four one, I, I don't know who's with. And you got Stuart Dallas in the attack. I really thought Luke Ealing would get some rest because he is struggling. Ooh, and that's not life. I don't 
I, I, I don't know what I said about Leeds at the moment. Um, Bielsa has to get it right. We saw some attractive football from him. While it might be a bit kamikaze and crazy at times, we enjoyed it. And we are not seeing that anymore. They still move the ball quickly. They still have possession compared to some of the smaller cl- clubs. But the attack is, is a little impotent. There's no final product. Bamford is being starved, like many strikers in the Prem. Jack Harrison can't seem to get past the defender this season. I, I don't know what's going on there either. And we, we're just probably waiting on different individuals to win the game for you, like Rafinha or Rodrigo to come up with something magical. Uh, Liverpool, like we mentioned earlier, they're pressed differently. And I guess that's down to Firmino not starting. Although they did press high in the Champions League game midweek against Milan. But I find in the Premier League, they don't, they don't press like they used to. And I guess that is to accommodate Thiago, who isn't good at pressing. The way they press, I just there. Unfortunate with the injury of Harvey Elliott as well. Uh, remember, Carlo reminded me about him early in the season. Me personally, I don't have any faith in the other midfielders. He does, like Nabi Keita and Curtis Jones and that crowd. I, I don't have no faith in them. So we will see where they go for the rest of the season. But now I can still die on this hill that Liverpool is crashing. <laughs> so we'll see where they go. But well, good win from Liverpool. Liverpool is crashing? Is you see? Yeah, 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 yeah. Tears your anti Liverpool, Tyrone. Yeah, Tears your anti Liverpool. Yeah, this might be the new information to you. Wow. Tears your say a good word about Liverpool yet for the season. Really? Really? That's rough, Tears your boy. That's not rough. I have said good things about Liverpool. My expectations of Liverpool are just low because of the personnel they have, feel to refresh the team. And they had some bathroom issues that we all shared. But they seem to be overcoming them. And I am seeing I seem to be very wrong about Liverpool. But for now, I'm still on the top of this hill. Fair enough. Um, I would say the well, I, I agree um to a point with the lead circumstance. I think anybody who poses to leads know a difference. Or differential in, in, in playing style, wasting the time. <laughs> Leeds is going to play the way Leeds is going to play. It's not going to lead to them winning every single game. And that's clearly to that's clear that's for clear for anybody to see. Uh, I really and truly the personnel I think is is most of their issue um, for doing better. They did relatively not relatively well. They did very well for just promoted team coming into the Premier League. Um, they're slowly but surely improving the personnel, but that comment you made as a risk, Jahar, somebody agree with that wholeheartedly. Somehow, I don't know if he's regressed as a player. I don't know if he had a, he's carrying a slight knock or is some kind of thing not going on with him mentally, um, but there seems to be an issue there. I don't know if they could, if there's somebody from the bench, maybe they could, maybe that's maybe why they bought Don James. To be an option on that side of the field. Um, I mean, Jahar, sir? 
Yeah, or Sertova Rafinha. I'm bringing uh, Dan James. Dan James is oh. the perfect type of player that um, a Bielsa would use. Perfect. All action, enough, enough running, uh, and speed, and, and get the ball into the box. Um, so I can see um, Bielsa using him very, very well. Jack Harrison has a bit more flair about him, a bit more creativity, but as I say, he can't seem to get across his man, no. And, and that is definitely affecting leads in the attack. Bamford has never been the absolutely most clinical player. I think he maybe could be upgraded, but there is kind of like, I guess, a, a cult type of affection that he has with the Leeds fan base. So to see him out of the squad for a better player, a better finisher, might be hard for Leeds to see. But I think that's something that they could probably look towards. Because there's a lot of times that I saw Leeds had um, the Liverpool backline opened up, and the the pass that went into him or that should have gone into him, the, the midfield player um, either didn't play or did play, but it put him too wide because he didn't have the the, the pace to, to to really attack the space. So. Um, if he, if there was somebody up front for Liverpool, that for Leeds, sorry, that could pose maybe a greater threat and some form of improvement or threat to Jack Harrison's uh, position in the, in the starting squad, Leeds should be able to do better. But Liverpool were open at many times with the right pass from Leeds, but they just didn't play it. And with this one-to-one marking and this all-action game that Leeds plays, really, you can basically say the same thing about Leeds every week when they lose a game. Started off well, enough, enough energy, enough, enough um, running. But if they're superior, if they come up against superior uh, opposition, it just takes one person to beat the press, the first press, and Leeds completely open. Um, Liverpool's press has changed. Yes, Taz, the price has changed and it will change when you remove legs like um, Ronaldo, for example. And you bring in um, uh, uh, somebody like a Thiago, who's a completely different player. Jordan Henderson obviously is going up in age as well. So the press is, if it's there, it's going to be slower. And then when you remove Firmino too, who is the price trigger, the game has to change holistically. So they may not play the same football in the Premier League, but I can't. I would not discount discount the um, Liverpool as uh, as pushing the the City and Chelsea all the way to the wire. Uh, City, Chelsea, and United. Can't forget United. All the way to the wire. Uh, um, if they come on top, it would not even surprise me either. That's the truth. Carlo. Yo, yes, um, right. So I find that most persons so far very critical elites, and I find that really unfair, right? Now I can tell you why. Um, these players, Manchester United team expected to finish in top four, these just did Liverpool, a team also expected to finish in top four, challenge for the title. These played. An Everton team coached by Rafa Benitez. If I'm correct, they have 10 points. The same as Liverpool, Chelsea, and Manchester United. And Leeds um, drew with Burnley away. 
Um, Lee's is Lee's. Lee's, as Tyrone said, Lee's game player, um, attacking football regardless. Get the ball forward as fast as possible. Lee's full of mistakes, so they can concede a lot of goals, but they can score a lot. Lee's play two good teams and a team that coached by a very good coach. The only letdown I would say so far is Burley. And, I mean, only four games gone. Uh, when I look at Leeds upcoming fixtures, Leeds got Newcastle that concede the most big chances in the league. Uh, I think up to like 16 or 17 now in four games. So they're averaging four big chances, four clear cut chances a game. Um, then they got West Ham, the Super Antonio, Watford, Southampton, Wolves, Norwich. So Lee should pick up some some uh, some wins in these games. Um, in Bamford's defense, I hear Tyrone say that that Lee should upgrade on him. In Bamford's defense, Bamford had twenty eight goal contributions in thirty eight games. I think that's fantastic for somebody coming from the championship. Um, again, I, I won't be critical of Leeds because you know you know who you're getting with Leeds, and Leeds played two very good teams and an improving Everton team so far. As I say, the only disappointment is Burnley in terms of the Liverpool versus Leeds game. Leeds had the chance. I remember as soon as the game started, Rafinha passed the ball into Rodrigo. Rodrigo kicked the ball straight at Allison. <laughs> like, I mean, that could have been 1-0. So, like, there's got moments in the game that the average fan would forget. And, I mean, these be turning points in the game. Now you get a better player that chance they can put that away and then Liverpool in problems from there. Just like with Newcastle and Manchester. Ting, Ting had a ball where he could have passed into Joe Linton and somebody else and he decided to shoot um, without. So like, again, difference in quality. So there's moments like that has changed again. But again, Leeds is Leeds and I am frightened Leeds can, Leeds can finish in top half table again. Easy. Easy. Uh, that debatable. Leeds is going to see too much goals. Okay, yes, but that score. was said last year. That was said last year too. But Leeds is going to see goals, but Leeds is also score goals. They've got teams that's going to see goals and they scoring. Like Aston Villa, Newcastle, yeah, Southampton, Leicester, but, all of their teams. Leeds, so, in, in my you, opinion, Leeds is going to finish in the, the top half of the table again this season. You trust Patrick Manfred to get 28 goal contributions again? Wait, Leeds, Leeds play attacking football. I trust, I yes. Patrick Manfred but, is also on penalties, which does help players a lot. You know who play attacking football too? Sheffield United. So you gotta be cautious. I don't think it's a given that leads that 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 leads. compare the quality that Chef United had to the quality of Leeds is a di- big difference. A big difference. Leeds have Patrick Bamford and Rafinha 
Jack Harrison again, funny feet. They're now saying Dan James, who dropping a level, but obviously people can expect more here because he was at a higher level than Leeds United. Sheffield United, they had that kind of quality in attack. Sheffield United best attacker think... was um McGoldrick. The season before that, it was John Lundstrom, who now at Rangers. And, you know, it was like at the John Lundstrom show. I just feel like if Leeds, if Leeds have any problems up front, if they got goals, if they got if they find themselves struggling in front of goal, they also have Rodrigo. <laughs> so, Rodrigo had a torrid time so far. Playing midfield was awful. No, I don't. Correct, he's playing midfield. Right, he had a nightmare since he joined Leeds. He gets up at halftime all the time. But all that's no, that's no like, for this. All the time. He has no control at the coach that he off or not. Like he no, but 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 he's there struggling. There is no way I will be critical of a player that does have a stop start career. I would never ever be critical of a player that. But the dear Rodrigo gets a run of games. That's European. The dear Rodrigo no, gets telling a you, run of last games. Season, Rodrigo was getting some after too. What it just has been work out for Rodrigo. And from last season, Rodrigo was playing in midfield. Yes. And Rodrigo is a forward. Carlo, this where he get to use Carlo. This is a year now. He's gonna get used there because Patrick Bamford is the starting striker. You start the anyway, conversation by saying if they had issues in attack, meaning if if, if they have if if, if they have issues say, in attack, let's say Patrick Bamford get injured and Rodrigo got to replace him. I trust that Rodrigo would would do better than Patrick Bamford because he is a better player, player at a higher level. Yeah. So I don't have any worries about Lee's attack. It's Lee's defense that I got the issue with because I was hearing when Laurentia come back, when this come back, when Cooper come back, when the next body, and Lee's the still concede goals because of their gun who approach. But I, I just think I that conceding a lot of goals because your confidence and therefore you could have problems up their score. Because <laughs> Arsenal got a band there, like I said, I look at Arsenal too. Arsenal got a confidence problem. You cannot see a confidence problem with Leeds United so far. In but it can potentially happen. Football. It, I think you can't say that because Leeds is playing same football at 3-0 down. They're playing same football. Same energy, the same everything. I understand so, what you're saying. It can potentially cause a problem, but I have not seen it so far. because I say relegation. I just saying that the top half of the table isn't a given. It's a good show. But we can't say it comfortably when we chest up that Leeds is at the top of the table. Mm. F- football is a game of opinions. And that is my opinion on Leeds United based on what I see from the Brentfords and the Newcastles, the Norwich, um, Crystal Palace. Because that's the best game I see Crystal Palace play for the whole season. Even though, yes, they are solid. Spurs, like I mean, Spurs was awful all three games and got lucky. Burnley. Hey, Lee's gotta do something about back there, bro. Honestly, I think that Lee's gotta do something about back there. I honestly think so. This game could have easily been six 0 too. Mania was wasteful. This is Liverpool that Lee's playing. This was happening from last season. Once yeah, Lee's is going to see four or five, six goals right. against big teams all the time. We know this. Going to see one against Burnley, two against Everton. Which means Leeds United, a team that was promoted last season. I think people forget that. Leeds were only promoted last season. 
Norwich. So what's it? This season. So what? What? What, what, what is this season? Are these teams? When I watch, what's it, the expectation for Leeds? Then I can tell you my expectation, and I give you ready. I think they will finish in the top ten comfortably again this season. Be on comfortably. From Leeds, yes. Fair enough. That, that is my opinion. Uh, I fear, fair. We move on. That was the last game. <laughs> Uh, Wolves, we was gonna mention Wolves as I was there first win and we like a little bit. Yeah, Wolves play Watford. Wolves play Watford. Tyrone, want me go? I'm not saying that I want to go first. Yeah, Tyrone, go ahead. With, with regards to, to, to Wolves, I've been very impressed with Wolves actually. Um, Carlos actually put me on to really looking into looking at Wolves. Uh, Tactically and the way they play football and the and I like how Wolves plays is similar to to Leeds in in, ter- in the attacking approach, but there's a lot more tactical security um, should they lose the ball. <laughs> but I think if you look under the look in the Premier League 2021, the scenario for prof- profligacy, you can see Wolves though for sure. Oh my God. I, whew, these people can make some chances here. I met some bad decisions in the final, and met some bad decisions in the final third. Is it is um, absolutely amazing. Wolves, <laughs> if Wolves had Lewandowski up front, Wolves would probably got the most goals scored in Premier League so far. That's the truth. Uh, well, Lewandowski and I guess a, a couple more decent attack, decent enough attackers. Because goodness gracious me. Um, Watford tries to be solid or try to be solid, but in the end, the barrier broke because of the, the constant pressure. That's the truth. Um, Watford looks a very organized team, um, very well structured and well drilled. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be a circumstance where their the quality is what is going to let them down. Uh, because very, very slight lapses of concentration is what caused them to lose the game today um, as, as Wolves constantly, constantly, constantly pounded against the door. I, I don't know if they will be able to withstand attacking barrages all the time with how they set up defensively. They might need to set up a little bit better on to, to, as it relates to the counter because Sars getting up and terrorizing wing backs and getting the ball in, but a lot of times, um, no third man runners, no back post runners. The striker then the striker makes makes an obvious run where the defender then blocks him out and not like a you know two step fit change of direction they run like what elite strikers would do to send the defender on a blind run. All them kind of things that. And are not happening up front for Watford. And it is making Sar put a lot of balls into the box, get a pass his man, and and put, has to basically do too much. And that happened a lot in that game. And in the end, Wolves came out, came out on top. Uh, they look good as a unit. I I, I don't know if Neves and, Co- and Moutinho... A great partnership as we've seen in Premier Premier League for, for the last couple of seasons. If if I feel like they they need a destroyer, that's me personally because of a three man midfielder. I that's my personal preference for how they would maybe look when a when a um a Pedro Neto and a, and uh come back into the team fully. 
Um, but I don't know if he tore them as a pivot should continue, especially when you get into like the middle of the Premier League and coming on to the end of that kind of thing. But I like how Wolves look. I'm very impressed with them. And I will be keeping my eye on them. They look good. And I expect when I think that Jimenez probably still got a little bit of a uh, not, I don't want, it's not confidence as it relates to scoring goals because obviously Jimenez is a natural goal scorer, but I think he's, you know, he may have got injury and then he's going to be very ticklish to, to going full blooded into, into playing the sport again. I think that's how Jimenez looks to me. And I think if when he regains, when he gets a, his, his first crunching challenge and comes out on top of realize, yeah, yeah, he still is one, I'm still good. And he starts to really get back into them duels and them aerial duels and thing. With confidence, Wolves can do a lot better in terms of goal scoring. Carlo? Yeah. Um, this is your two teams. Watford, as Tyrone mentioned, solid. Sir was Sir did his work. Unfortunately, he can't cross the ball and be on the end of it too. Um, Dennis King again, I say runs here. <laughs> he runs India, so it had on the team. Organized player counter attacking football, but they need to finish the chances. Um, because the midfield ain't as creative, so like, all the creativity has come true, sir. Um, in terms of Wolves, though, um, Wolves create chances, but Wolves fail to score. Samido, he had two big chances, two one-on-ones. One, the goalkeeper save, and one, he drive away. Um, again, I said, once see a Wolves keep knocking at the door, and the Watford defender who's supposed to be their best defender who had an outstanding season last year in the championship. You know, he decided to, to play for Wolves for a couple of seconds because as Mars, Mars, that's his name, Marcel? Marcel. Marcel. As the left back crossed the ball, you know, he decided that he can head the ball and hit one net. And again, Obviously, you know, a team coming out here, you're holding up strong, you're defending well, you're keeping up the team, and then a team yet do something like that, confidence gone. Um, again, another cross, uh, Marcel. <laughs> I don't know if he do, but end up bubbling up onto um, the Son Jr. And, I mean, he missed the ball in the line, come back to him, Tap it in. Uh, in terms of Raul Jimenez, I find that keeping a role similar to Firmino, where he dropping deep and allowing Adama and Trinko, who I think is a very good player, to run beyond him. Um, he confidence can come back with a goal. And the run of fixtures that Wolves got. Um, Brentford, Southampton, Newcastle, Aston Villa, Leeds. Yeah, I think I think Wolves. I think Wolves in the area. I think Wolves season again kickstart. But it kickstart from last week. What I've been, but I think that the fixtures these got you know 
Everton, Crystal Palace, West Ham, Norwich, Burnley. They got about 10 fixtures that, that you know, they should, should win comfortably. Um, again, Wolves continue to be impressive. I would just let Wolves to finish the chances. But that can come, though. It can come. Tizio? Tizio. Adi? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> I was just getting something together. I'm surprised nobody mentioned uh, Adi's favorite player, uh, Adama Traore. And we mentioned about Wolves not finishing. There's nothing, there's nothing sinister in saying that Traore is not good enough at this point. Uh, well, I can't hear you. What? <laughs> I, I am actually a fan of Adama Traore, but for different reasons. And for me, um, Watford, um, King, uh, I don't like some some teams just need to play with two strikers, and for me, Watford is one. This four one four one or four three three, whatever they're playing, this this is not going to work. They need a three five two or a four four two. They need two strikers. Because if you have Sar destroying people and you have strikers failing to make those runs in, you at least need two brute strong strikers or maybe a nine and a half to be there to finish. And we we spoke earlier earlier about Cristiano Ronaldo having having the Saints to just fall up off after um, a shot making those runs in, in behind the defenders to finish any tappings, any loose balls. And, like, you, you don't see that from, from these other strikers. Um, Dennis is really disappointing at this point. He was somebody that I thought would have come in and give some trouble. Also, <laughs> the Korean for Wolves. I mean, he hasn't got going as yet. I know I just switched over from Watford to the Wolves, but they both have kind of the same problem, and if Jimenez doesn't get going, if he has a mental block in, in terms of his injury, then the Korean uh, should be able to come in and fill in for him. Um, Podent should be able to come in as well and fill in for Adama. But ah. we'll see how the season goes. I don't want to be rash. Like Carlos said, this um, Wolves season basically started with their last win, and Watford has some catching up to do. I'll also, Danny Rose is not good enough. <laughs> Just let me put that out there. Danny Rose is not good enough for the Premier League at this point. Danny Rose is not good enough, but he defends Tyrone. <laughs> <laughs> we like Tyrone. We like Tyrone. That is my line. We we give we give Tyrone Mings a chance, right? Alright, I just want enough chances out for Traore at this point. Uh, he's still on chances. He on his ninth life now? Like like he on his ninth life. Alright, so Wolves win the game. Wolves win the game. Wolves win the game. But Traore targeted. Traore didn't miss a one-on-one this week. Traore created chances. That Raul we was talking about players that we gave him a chance to. Okay, fair enough. 
He is how old? 25? That's all it was doing. But that's all it was doing. I wasn't saying that he was poor this week. Okay, I just checking because I find that, you know, again, we like who we like. Uh, What's he? I don't know the players that worse than Twitter. Anyways, um, I had to put together Sam real quick because no one was talking. Yeah, I can tell it. Like, but Trenko, Trenko was really good. Tyrone mentioned the two center midfielders, which is Mutillo and Neves. Against these smaller teams, that ain't gonna be no problem because Wolves has controlled the game. Um, after Chelsea, right? Wolves, like I said, I said this last week. Wolves has Wolves is the most impressive team to me after Chelsea. Wolves been creating chances. My favorite player, Adama. He's been a part of it, but yeah, I tired of repeating myself when it comes to he and the attacking third. Anyways, my problem. Me and Carlo actually discussed Watford earlier in the season, and he get to tell me how good them is defending, etc. Which is true; they look pretty solid. I'm gonna lie, right? But who who's Watford? Me a striker other than King? He out. Watford me a striker is help me somebody. I think them got a, a vital player up front that missing. What for a man striker? Den- Dennis, Dennis, is, Dennis. You know, what for a man striker is Joe Pedro. Who Joe also, Pedro, that's who also played but sometimes midfield. He's, yeah, sometimes he's playing midfield too. But he's them, he and Sar is them to go to guys though. And look, I they had Kuchka, which is a hard man, Itibo, which is a hard man, and Sosoko, which is basically a box to box ish player. He divided opinion. So I think that with Joe Pedro comes more creativity. And I just find Watford gonna be between, you know, 12 and 16. Ain't much to say about Watford, to be honest. That's my take on this game because, like I say, I had to put together something fast. Even though it's talking, I had to go and pre-sign real fast. So yeah. Well, Joe Pedro. For sure, he can help with he should help with the goal scoring. Um, but Watford is counter-attacking, so I don't think the creativity is necessary for Joe Pedro. Everything is is come true, sir. In terms of the attack. It's just when Sar do the thing. The other forest needs to get on the end of the, the ball, as seen in the Wolves game. But as you say, let me proceed over to the predictions of game week five. And the first game, Friday the 17th of September at 3 p.m. Newcastle versus Leeds United. Hey, Ron, I hear you know. You spoke first last time, so I'll go ahead. Tyron? All right, so I can go ahead. Um, last time Newcastle played Leeds, Leeds won 5-2 if I am correct. Um, my prediction in the 3-1. 3-1 to Leeds United. Tezio, because I don't want to take more here anymore. <laughs> I can't see Newcastle scoring. <laughs> 
So this is a comfortable tour to know it. Um, I going uh to one leads. How you cannot see somebody scoring against leads? <laughs> and Tyrone, give us so much chances. Tyrone, as 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 Gunho and Kamikaze as Leeds are. Newcastle is extremely important. And Joe Linton is not scoring on Leeds. Willow might probably pop a shot. If 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 Newcastle scores, it will be from a set piece. Let me put it that way. Fair. Tyron? Tyron? Leeds, Newcastle. Tomorrow at 3 p.m. Score line. All right, Tyron don't seem to be here. Yeah, we can go and move ahead without Tyron. All right, so um, the early morning kickoff, Saturday, 18th of September, 2021. Wolves versus Brentford. <laughs> you go ahead, Addy. Um. 2-0. 2 Just let me get a pen up here for to write on my predictions. 2-0 Wolves. 2-0 Wolves. Here's your? Uh, same scoreline. 2-0. Maybe 3. Uh, we had um, Tyrone sent a message. He's having audio issues. Yeah. So we have we have to proceed. Um, yeah. 2 or 3 nil. Easy for Wolves. Two or three now. All right, so yeah. teams that pretty solid so far Wolves have been. Well, so, can't say have been breaking them down because they only scored. <laughs> they only scored last week. Um, one nil to Wolves because Brentford has the best defense in the league statistically. They only concede one big chance all season, but Wolves look real good going forward, even though they're not scoring, but. I can give him a goal in this one. One nil to Wolves. You said Tyrone saying he predictions. Um, no, 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 he didn't. Cool. One nil to Wolves. Um, the next game will be Burnley and Arsenal. You go ahead, Addy. One one. Tizio. One one, Addy. That's that's yeah. weird. Um, all right. Uh, this is a one nil win for Arsenal again. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna pick up where, where Spurs left off. All right, so Burnley being as awful as they are, Arsenal having basically a full strength team. Created a lot of chances last week against um Norwich. Norwich. I expect Arsenal to take more than one chance this week. So we're going 2 0 to Arsenal. Liverpool Palace. And Tyrone is still absent. So Liverpool Palace, you can proceed, Addy. Um, can you hear me now? Yeah. Loud and clear. Yeah. Great. Yeah, Tyrone. Yeah, just Tyrone, in time for a prediction of the Arsenal and Burnley game. Ah, that is a way at Burnley, right? Yeah. Two 0 Arsenal. Okay, same prediction. Oh, right. 
All right, so you want you want to get to everyone a chance to give like some tips the ones that right you just missed. Yeah, uh, Wolves versus two. Brentford at seven thirty. Wolves on Brentford. <clears throat> Brentford ain't looking like scoring, you know, and Wolves well, is. So I will probably go for another two love there. And what's the other one? Yeah, Newcastle and Leeds. Oh, um, four two leads. Four two to leads. Right. That's what you correct, right? You get some fantasy points from Patrick Bamford. All right, so we can go <laughs> on to Liverpool versus <laughs> Crystal Palace, and we can start with Adi Shiamali. Um, two nil Liverpool. Here's your. Mm. It's a resident Liverpool hater. I I go to all draw. If if Palace can score between those lapses that Liverpool have, I go to all draw. Is it Are they? Yes. On any field. On any field. Wow. All right. So um, I can go. Um. Trinil to Liverpool. Same thing I was kind of thinking. Because I don't want to say the same thing as Carlo. I would say I sent Edouard to continue his form and confidence and get one. But Liverpool to score three. Three one to Liverpool. All right. So we on some. I do give your prediction to Liverpool. Yes, yeah, two nil. Right, so, so, first. so we on to, to Man City so far, and so are you saying that this is your club? You can, you can be first. Four nil, four nil. <laughs> City purring. You know that I just, you know that I don't really freak up about City, but City purring, boy. City scoring goals. In City last four whole games, I think they score twenty one goals. Because we scored six the other day in Champions League. No, you continue the Champions League. Okay. Okay. Sir. Yeah, I see a home games. Yeah, I got you. It's all right. I think my numbers nobody, are correct. I think so, you know. No, nobody can beat you. It's okay, but I think it was 15 in the last three, and then the score six. Score six. Yeah, boy. That means you're going, you're going to play the Champions League for, you know, like Etihad. So, I got 4 0 City. 4 0. Wow. 4 0 City. All right, um, see that so far that is Jekyll and Hyde. You never know what you get for there because they, they could beat City, they could hold City to a draw, or they could get beat five or six nil. Um, I going with the same score, right? That's adding four nil. Here's your Tyrone. Um, I think Kevin coming back into City and Y'all probably are right in terms of vest of expecting a lot of goals. Um, like once Kevin Spit, he's still gonna start. I think that's why Pep gave him a run out in Champions League game, so he gets back some match fitness. Might replace either Jesus or Bernardo Silva in the lineup. But yeah, and not just just not say the same thing as y'all. I'll go for five. Did you? <laughs> So I I can go with the, the 
it got the jackal. Obviously, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like you say, you don't know what's up. But I'll go for a draw. You will go for a draw. If you're, yeah, and if you want a scoreline, I'll go one all draw. Okay, one all. Here's your. All right, so before we move to the Watford and Norwich, just let, let me uh, mention um, something I read today. And I realize each and every day that Guardiola is, you know, he's really he's really a genius. He's really the best coach in the world. I mean, who would have thought that, uh, you know, he would have figured out that Gabriel Jesus was not a center forward and always a way player. And who would have thought that, you know, he would have discovered that Phil Foden is a center midfielder and going forward, he has promised to play him in the center and not wait. You know, who would have thought that? Anyhow. <laughs> Anyways, let me let me just double down on what I say. 5-0 against Everton, 5-0 against <laughs> Norwich, 5-0 five, against Arsenal, and 6 three against Leipzig. That's 21 goals. In four games at home, but the game against Everton was the last game of last season, so that's 21 goals in four games at the Etihad. That's, that's a lot of goals, boy. You can need that goals to be all Chelsea looking for a Liverpool boy. As a Chelsea uh, fan, <laughs> Norwich and um, Watford. We do that right. Oh, we didn't do that yet. Oh, no, we do that. no. Um, I'm going 1-0 Watford. 1-0 Watford. All right. Um, Norwich attacking. Watford comes attacking. Norwich, for me, Norwich can play right into Watford hands. Um, I'm going like 2-0 Watford. Hopefully, for my sake, Norwich win and keep a clean sheet so they get some fantasy points. <laughs> But yeah, we got Max. You got Max Aaron's in your battle. Brandon Williams. Um, so two nil, two nil to Watford for me. Uh, I I, I really like Norwich man. Just, just to get them off the off the mark. But if Sar is gonna play like Sar, uh, Norwich gonna be in trouble. So I'll go uh two nil, two nil to Watford. Um. I actually think that Watford, similar to Leeds, they don't change their their, their style. So, and they're going to attack Watford, um, not Watford, Norwich. Don't change their style. Similar to Leeds, and they try to they try to play try to play, and they will probably attack Watford with a bit more. Enthusiasm than they would have than they would have uh, a lesser team. I think they might come out on top in this game. Um, like probably gonna start Cantwell in this game rather than you know keeping keep keeping on the field. I can go to one Watford. Two one Norwich. Sorry. Right, so you meant Norwich is is a team that, yeah. that don't change the style, right? Yeah, Norwich don't change the style. It's play play that's their style right through, and they should they should attack Watford with more enthusiasm. That's what you meant to say. So to want to Norwich. Oh yeah. So Aston Villa versus I was trying to think the power is the lunch. Thank you, Carl. That was fun. Yeah. 
Anyhow, this is what I do. 1-1. 1-1. All right. Um, Everton, 10 points. Aston Villa. Not the best attacking way so far in the first four games. Everton pretty solid at the back. Um, Gray, full of confidence. Um, Everton will be again. Ian will be without um, Calvert Lewin. But Everton also saying Rondon. I don't know if Rondon will play. Hopefully he does. If he doesn't, hopefully Richardson can find some kind of form. Hopefully he can find the form that he had during the Olympics, but I have Everton to win this game. I, I can't see Villa doing anything in this game. I got Everton to win, like 2-1. Who next? Um, um, yeah, I'll I think Aston Villa can, can get it right. Um, that German from Chelsea was probably what they need to realize that this is about five and working. And I got them to win 2 0. Uh, two teams yeah. I got a lot. These are two teams I got a lot of time for the managers. That's the truth. Um, especially Rafa. Um, I can probably give Rafa the edge here. It's a to on Everton because Rafa knows how to get the job done, and I think his experience is gonna is gonna give his team the edge in the game. To on to Everton, yeah. Um, Damari Gray has three goals in his last three games. Yep. So yeah, one point five million. You yeah. got big up Townsend too. Come on, man. You got big up Townsend. Townsend in form of his life. The form of his life. But you know, Adi do Townsend is get out one on the goal every season. You know that? <laughs> Last year, Townsend was balling. Townsend is get one on the goal. No, every I was talking about the goal. Yeah, that's true, but Townsend balling lately. Townsend balling. Who would have thought? Who would have thought that Sidney Townsend and Gray and Everton would be a top after the first? Four games. Coaching, coaching, proper coaching, proper coaching. Townsend and Gray as upgrades. A big one in charge. No, no, but, but Gray was always a good player, just that he was never given the opportunity. On the other that hand, be, Townsend was signed to supply Calvert Lewin. That's smart. So like, Who was the player on that right hand side before he? Who is that player from? Walker. Tio Walker, I will be. No, Tio Walker went on loan last season. Probably I will be. Um, that attack was it didn't used to be Bernard. Bernard. Oh, or yeah, Bernard at that main play. Richardson and Calvert Lewin. I don't because think play, who's playing number 10? Let me play 4 4 2 now. Uh, James. James actually used to play right James, James used to play there yeah. for real. And Sigerson used to play. Left or center attacking, you never got enough men that missing you. I mean, these big friends and James playing cars, but anyhow, on to on to Brighton. Uh, 
uh, Lester? Yeah. Um, Brighton is solid at home. Create a lot of chances, but they're kind of similar to Wolves in the attack. But I ain't go with a 1 0 to Brighton. Addy? Well, well, well I expect uh, Roger. Okay, go ahead. Go on, Tazio. Go on, go on, Tazio. Are you still go thinking? Ahead, ahead. I, I expect Rodgers to get going. And although Brighton move the ball quickly, although they are solid at home, Brighton is a team that they should overcome. And I'll, I'll go to one to Leicester. I'll be very disappointed if Leicester doesn't win this game. Tyrod. Um, I agree with Tazio. I think Leicester will... We'll get it together for this game. Um, though Brighton is very solid at home, they have a lot of time for Grant Potter and a lot of time for Leandro Trossard. But I think that Leicester will have too much for them in this game. Um, they will score uh, another 2 1. 2 1 to Leicester. 2 Leicester, yeah. All right. I will go 2 0 Leicester. 2 0 Leicester. 2 0 Leicester. Yeah. All right. So before we go on to the Vassama match, I see it. I just warning y'all that I got eight out of ten predictions right last week. <laughs> I, ju- I just warning y'all, right? Right. right. That's why I write in no minds now because we- that's why I write in no minds now. Vassam versus Manchester United. Tyrone, let Tyrone go first. Ah, that's a hard one, you. To be honest, it's very game playing. Like Sam Stadium, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, it's called the London Stadium. That was called. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, something telling me one, but my immediately, my immediate instinct telling me one up to that Sam, right? But, but difference making. United team is really, really making people sit down and study. No boy. All right, so Tyrone, before you proceed, right? Before you proceed, uh-huh. I just want you to know that 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 Antonio is not playing this game. He's suspended. Uh-huh. Oh, so yeah, that would change. Who was their alternate option now? Jarboing and play there. They oh. got Jarboing. They have um, Yarmolenko. Um, okay. Wow, two plus aggression. That, that's, that's basically it. He actually had yes. a big euro. So, so I, I right. would no, You don't make up my mind for me. Three wants United. Three wants United. Addy? Uh, two, two. Oh, that was fast. <laughs> uh, uh, Trinil to United. I think they can continue the party. United. 2-2. Two, two. All right, so for me, I can see goals for both teams. <clears throat> I could potentially see a draw there. Because Vassan has attacked. That was my name was telling me one of to that sound, you know, but however, uh, that's our most creative player. Also, that's got the most goals, and he ain't playing. That's, what, that's Antonio, <laughs> he got the most assists and the most goals. So, that's um, and he's not playing, which means everything is confusing. 
But Manchester, for me, ain't the best at defending. They've got Ronaldo so they can score, but they ain't the best at defending. I can go a 2 2 draw in this game. 2 2? Oh, you mean I can go 2 2 and I could, I could possibly see the fans uh, criticizing the coach again. That's exactly what I said. That's what I'm just when it comes to that. I'm a boy, people here. They actually don't have a lot of time for him, um, coaching wise, but I had to defend him against the United fans that were somehow, I don't know for what reason, blaming the man against your boys. <laughs> against your boys. Had People so say good. he should have gone for it. You believe that? People say that he should have gone for the ring. Get a right card. Against your boys. I, got, I have issues with his subs and his tactics. I was just about to say people were complaining about his subs. That's what it was. It was it was that. But still, you can't account for that lack of concentration against the guard. Exactly. Like you, you are there, I, I don't understand why people just kill coaches for technical breakdowns. But you see, again, as I told you earlier, football is a game of opinions. So two persons or a number of persons would never agree on on a particular issue or a subject or what's not. Um at, and some people just don't like an individual. And if you do 20 things, you do 19 good, you do one thing bad, then it's like bad. That, that's just how it is. Um, that's just how it is. For me, it's the tactics and stuff. So I don't want to get carried away because it was a Champions League game. I've been not covering it at the moment. But he need to have he needed to have the ball to stop Ronaldo because you're down to 10 men. Ronaldo is not going to chase down any center back or any defensive midfielder who's on the ball. And that is what gave young boys the time to keep building and keep coming at um, Manchester United. So before they even equalize, Ronaldo should have been off. Yeah. Last game right. of the day. Um and uh, before we proceed, right? Um, TSU, I mean, I'm not a coach, uh-huh. but I mean, in my opinion, it real hard to call for now, you know? It's like, 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 seriously, like, like, I understand, I understand, I understand. Uh, That's true. Hear me, That's hear, true. hear me out, hear me out. Even if the situation call for taking off Ronaldo, to look mm-hmm. at Ronaldo and tell him he got to come off. It can be hard, like like probably a Guardiola, a Mario, like them sort of men would, would take you off and like don't feel the way. But I mean, Zidane do it a quite lot too. Like, yeah, but Zidane win things. That's my thing. So like he got that sort of respect. Like I even hear Real Ferdinand say that if he was in the team, that Should he would have told Ronaldo sit down. Sit down. <laughs> you mean the antics after you get some? Yeah, he tried. He tried to pull a Euro final. Like funny now, I like <laughs> nah, no. But you see, no, like like other coaches now, you know, that can't fly there. But so I still feel it's a case where you know the coach like oh God, this man do me a big favor, and I feel the situation might be a little too big for OGS because 
he ain't got he ain't got an ammunition behind here where he can say well I mean X Y Z. So when they make a decision, you gotta deal with it. I don't I don't feel you know it. It's more like he got he got make sure he he keep Ronaldo happy rather than uh, he make the best decision for the team at the time. I mean I could be totally wrong because Ronaldo could be a team player and doing the name by the sub. But me personally, I think like taking off Ronaldo in the first half to me would, would no 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 don't get me wrong. I was not saying the first half. <laughs> I mean when he bring on Sancho, that, that's not what I mean. All right, I am watching uh, him, but I mean like all right, uh, taking off Ronaldo in the first half to make a change, taking off Ronaldo at any point of time in the game is a hard task for a coach like you know. Well, well, uh, well, let me tell you this. So Sancho came off in the first half. No problem. He, he, he didn't get going. Second half. Get... Sancho, Second half. Sancho still in Germany. He ain't get going yet from what you see. That's, that's all right. That's all right. Hey, second half, Ronaldo, you give me 10 minutes. He didn't score a goal in 10 minutes. Oh. Because at 36, <laughs> he does not have the legs to chase down. Like the center backs had a blast. The defensive midfielder dropping, bringing the ball. Yeah. Tears your and his defense store. Right? I know we're straight away from topic, right? But yeah. in his defense, the same way Renata will not chase down a ball. Then they got another player on that field that, that when a ball comes in the box, that you can tell yourself is a goal for sure. So it's still a risk. Correct. I understand that, but hear me out. It was 1 0. He he left all Ronaldo at one all. He he started to make defensive moves to mm-hmm. shut up shop. Uh-huh. And then for the last for the last sub, he bring on Martial. I did not understand that. So it's either you shutting that shot or you going for it. You you can't be shutting that shot. I bring I bring on Martial. That's a that's a massive joke. And you're sub Fred. True. You're sub Fred. Also true. You're sub Fred. Who who was giving you everything that he had in the time? Uh huh. You didn't have McTominay on the bench. You didn't have the other defensive players on the bench. So you bring in Martial and drop Jesse Lingard, who maybe could do a job at centre midfield. Mm. Just leave from the field and let him run for the rest of the game. And you should have suffered another earlier. Maybe around the 55th minute or so when you realise that we ain't getting in on this game. I look in the shot at shot and, and go home with the one every week. I didn't mind you know the fans that I Ronaldo don't care. Don't care how he feel, he would have felt better with a 1-0 win than a 2-1 loss. Fair enough. I mean, so for, for me, it was his tactics and, and the subs. Me personally, I ain't taking off Ronaldo and Nicky and making me down to three men. I ain't taking off. You, you, you have to have the balls to make any decisions because you got no, 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 no. It is not the balls. Is yes, I don't attain me, but I can get a chance. And if I get a chance, I want it for to Ronaldo. I want it for to to Lingard or, or Martial or Sancho, I want it for to Ronaldo. So I ain't taking they got, at all. They got, a one, they got one chance. It did fall to Ronaldo and he couldn't uh-huh. perceive it. Fair enough. A hundred, a hundred times, I want that chance for Ronaldo. <laughs> that's, that's all right. But you got to think Ronaldo, about the team. Ronaldo, and you think about Ronaldo got more goals than he played football games. So I want that fall to Ronaldo. I understand all of that, you know. But what you're telling me is, taking at some point, Martial, do I yeah, I don't agree with that. Based on what you tell me, I watch the game. I don't agree with that. Funny enough, 
funny enough, the one the one chance that they got that felt around all of was even before the uh, young boys equalized. So, uh, after you go see the game again, anyway, like I I don't know what OGS would be thinking. Oh, like I tell you, it don't be not, for me. It don't be oh, tactics at my United. It's just not be a fun vibe. It's vibes. It's not fact. He's not tactician. Right. Anybody, yeah, it's anybody just look at just tactics can, can tell that he's not tactician. It's vibes. Like the team he's is a happy. Manager and he's a good one too. And a good performer. But you need a tactician and you can't to help you with these with these situations. I, I believe he did have one, but the decision came too late. Because they turn around, put back on, they turn around, put back on Marshall. Like, what, are you, what are you thinking? Like, I'm not even killing, I'm not even killing Linger for that. Back back. You had Boy. everybody that you had everybody on the bench that could come in and who are you on in the midfield? Like, I, I don't have a problem with that. Fair enough. Um, all right, so let me move forward on to the Spurs versus Chelsea. I honestly don't think. Oh, don't care, don't start, I honestly won't waste a lot of time on this. Um, uh-huh, I was, yeah, uh-huh. I watched Spurs um, about three out of their four games, and Spurs concede a lot of shots. And I seen last week Lukaku doing a lot of shots to score. Um. <laughs> I don't think Spurs can score. So I can say to not to Chelsea because Chelsea don't seem to be interested in blowing away teams. Chelsea just get the job done. 2 0 to Chelsea. I got Chelsea to demolish Spurs. Um let me see. <laughs> I I can't put too much thought into this game. Like Chelsea gonna be comfortable with one of it. Lukaku might be comfortable with two goals. I I don't know what to expect from Spurs, but I can see Chelsea. Maybe I'll go three one. I I'll give I'll give Hurricane a chance. Three one or three nil. I don't expect anything from Spurs. Tyrone. As much as I would love as much as I would love for this game to be like a three or four nil game to Chelsea to get me some um, nice captain points to get at the table um, with Lukaku. Um, much as I would like it to be so, Tottenham and Chelsea have a, a, a very a very heated rivalry, and and type of derby games. It's be very difficult to 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 find one team dominate absolutely dominating the other, even though Spurs are on poor form. Uh, as much as I would like it to be four 0 I can go one all. Well. I just looked through my previous predictions. I know I'm supposed to predict <laughs> like this. But we didn't have the usual Addy nil-nil draw. So this is where my nil-nil draw will come in. Eh? 
this is more of my gut than anything else. It's a derby. I know that Spurs is going to see the lot of chances, but I feel like they've got a point to prove. Exactly. A derby will be tight, so this is where I will use my nil-nil card. Nil-nil card. Oh. Yeah. So we got two draws and two wins. Right, so before we go again, that's why you're all again. I got here. Okay. <laughs> uh, results right now. So just one. I got my right down this week. I don't need to write down my I just keep that all in my head. All right, so that brings us to the end of the podcast. Just want to thank you guys for listening. And that is good night from me. Shane, Tezio, and Tyrone. Yeah. Good night. Till next week. Good night. Good night.